So, what Navajo Pedro was meant by me bringing up an idea about filmmaking was that The Long Walk would be a great film to redo, but you can't just have any director just, you know, slosh something together and then, you know, you get like Wind Talkers Part 2, you know. That's, uh, that's not going to do it. So, what I was proposing as an idea for The Long Walk to be filmed was by Mel Gibson, and the reason why I say that, because if you watch any of the films he's made, it's real gory, it's real bloody, but the man has a talent for using the gore at the right time, and he'll show you things that, you know, you weren't expecting, like a headless body rolling down in, in, in um, what was that movie? Apocalypto. And, you know, the, the countless other movies, uh, We Were Soldiers was a pretty good one, where, you know, it showed people getting blown up and tore up, so... That's where I kind of figured that the long walk would make a nice little statement to all these natives that really didn't understand how those guys, they fought for us and how the sacrifice they made without realizing what, what future they were creating by going on that long walk, surviving, doing everything they could to come back, and they finally did. So that was um, that little little tidbit of info that I just want to throw in there. So with that being said, uh, we're going to jump into our last subject. And this one is, this one's a good little nugget to uh, kind of keep rolling around in your brain. And this one is Navajo Pro Wrestling. Now this was a great one that I wanted to bring up because it kind of, it really goes along with everything that's been going on with the coronavirus because for one thing, it'll promote Navajos to be more healthy and that self-image of being in shape, being being one of your heroes. Like for most Navajo young boys, you know, when you see you're either a superhero or a wrestler full of muscles, you, you can't help but feel, you know, great that, you know, you could inspire to be someone like that. And, and if you're a young Navajo female, you know, you're... You love horses because horses, they've got a lot of muscle tone and they're just, they're just strong and beautiful. And that's where, um, this Navajo pro wrestling would definitely have a nice little niche for it in our Navajo culture because yeah, it, it, it would involve touching each other, like, you know, wrestling and, and throwing each other around. But the part that where it would really come in handy is that the self-image as far as Navajos nowadays where we walk around with our head down because we're, I don't know whether we're ashamed or that's just our natural posture. But if we were in shape, we would hold our head up high and say, yeah, look at me, look at my big muscles as far as men go. And then the other thing about that being um, a part of Navajo culture is that Right now, we're so out of shape, man. I, have, I haven't really seen a native, a Navajo, that's been, you know, in shape. And, you know, and I'm no better, you know. Uh, but what Navajo Pedro really got a kick out of last time, I said, you know, is that we're just, you know, got skinny arms, skinny legs, and a big belly, and we're over here trying to fight pr- to prove our manhood, you know. And that is not going to help out when we don't do exercise, we don't, we're not in shape, we can't have a routine, and we don't know much about vitamins and minerals and keeping our body in a healthy condition. So when you, when we watch like, 
you know, the WWE or AEW, um, the wrestlers in the professional world, um, they all have, you know, their, their entrance music, their themes and everything, but those who are really in shape, you know, they, you just can't help but not look at them, you know, they're, that's what the, the body was designed for, so everybody could look, you know, the way the muscle tone is, and you gotta give a, a lot of credit to Bruce Lee, because without him, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger would have never been able to do the bodybuilding and show the ripples in the muscles, and, you know, that's all thanks to Bruce Lee, which also, you know, he's basically the founder, the creator of mixed martial arts with his uh, boxing gloves. If you watch Enter the Dragon, he's right there with his boxing gloves. You know, first one to do it. So, you know, a lot of credit to that dude. And the muscle tone and, you know, before before Bruce Lee, the martial arts films, they were all about, you know, flying and, and, and sword play, which is, which is fine. It's good. I mean, that's, you know, the the Asian culture, Asian cinema, you know, they brought that in and it's, it was, you know, what Navajo wasn't in, inspired by that, you know, to pick up a sword and jab their brother right in the chest and say, ah, I killed you. Then, you know, <laughs> but, um, so that's where I wanted to talk about this subject because it would only make things a lot better. I believe now, obviously there are injuries that do go along with, pro wrestling and you know the more risks you take the the more you could critically injure yourself or land on your neck or hurt your opponent uh a lot more than you have to and as Navajo Pedro had said on you know before was that yeah wrestling is fake but you know it has to be fake for uh, to a certain degree because do you really want to kill somebody? You know, if you really want to do that, you know, you're more than welcome to roam the streets and kill somebody by snapping their neck. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to entertain. So if you're, if you do these routines over and over, yeah, it, it, it will look hacky, but as long as you know what you're doing with yourself and your opponent to make it look more real, um, the, the reward will be great. You'll get many fans and you might be in contention for a heavyweight belt, you know, and you need that prize. You need that belt. And, uh, my other brother was, was cracking us up because he was saying like, yeah, yeah. He used like aluminum foil, um, to design a belt with like turquoise. And, you know, there was like the, what was it? I don't know, like the, the, the Hogan heavyweight championship belt and all kinds of crazy stuff we were coming up with, man, I wish I had something to record all that down with because, you know, we were striking gold and we're all laughing and it was, it was, man, we had a blast making fun of, uh, like the wrestling titles, wrestling tag teams, you know, the divisions and, you know, how, you know, the rules would go and, you know, it, it was pretty interesting. So, so when, the the subject of Navajo pro wrestling came up. Obviously, you can't have pro wrestling without MMA, mixed martial arts. And if you're a fan of mixed martial arts, you know that that takes a lot of endurance. You know, it, it it's real physical, and you could you know really damage your opponent. And as as natives, you know, we when we fight, it's for survival. So I don't know how we would do you know, as far as, um, 
as far as doing mixed martial arts and beating the crap out of each other, you know, you know, the, our old, you know, our elders might say, you know, hey, don't do that. Don't hit this person, you know, for real when they didn't do anything to you. Fight for a cause. Don't be beating this person up because you want a belt, you know. If you want a belt, I'll whip your ass right now. Get over here, youngin, you know. So that's, you know, those those are some of the things that you'd have to consider. But there is, I know of one Native American, um, Navajo mixed martial artist, that's Cody Ox Wheeler. Um, I believe he trains in Albuquerque, but... Um, oh, and then, um, well, apparently there's a, a Shiloh girl that's also a mixed martial artist. Um, <laughs> I... Um, I seen a post on it on social media, but I just, you know, I can't really put it all together now. But anyways, so mixed martial arts is one of those things where as, as you know, natives, we would definitely learn how to fight now, whether or not we fight each other for real behind closed doors, that that's a totally different entity. But, um, I'm just trying to look at this in a positive light. Of course there's negative because somebody could learn how to fight then come back and beat up their wife and kill her, you know. So, you know, that that's obvious. They could do that to children or whatever. So I'm not talking about that. What I'm trying to say is let's look at the positive, you know. What could this promote? Um, I, I believe that as the more we think about the positive, the less we're likely to think of the negative. And when the negative does happen, we'll be like, you know, well, we'll put restrictions on certain people or events or whatever so then the other thing that could become um that could be branching off of this idea of navajo pro wrestling bodybuilding there we go uh, you know i made a reference to arnold schwarzenegger earlier so you know how many navajos are roaming around out there with uh, you know willing to go into bodybuilding you know uh, competitions None that I know of. And, you know, if we did have Navajo bodybuilding, we could just limit it to the reservation. We really wouldn't have to go off the reservation because the people who do do these real, you know, muscle and fitness, Mr. World, Mr. Universe titles of bodybuilding, you know, they deal with um, steroids, you know, there's, there's a certain amount of steroids, I believe, is accepted. There's a certain amount of type you can take. But for the most part, they're so built that they're unhealthy and it really doesn't benefit them later as they get older. Because I would just like to see Navajo bodybuilders, both male and female, get into shape and, you know, get out there. And, you know, we have 110 chapters, you know. Maybe like in we got we're separated into five agencies, so it could be like a five agency title. You know, we could all, you know, have representatives from our agency or our chapter, our community, whatever. They're out there flexing, fighting, and it it would just I I believe it really promote a lot of health and fitness. These little kids, I think they would, you know, be less likely to pick up sugary food snacks drinks and kind of learn from their from the from their bodybuilder or their their fighter that they respect and you know hopefully they ask their fighter you know how do you get in shape how'd you get those big muscles and they're like well you got to eat this and that and you know you got to have fresh vegetables and 
this and that have so much protein and this has iron and this has nitrogen and all this stuff. You know, and it, it's like kind of like a nutritional thing because what I was doing with the community garden, that is a lot of work. It's a lot of maintenance and I would have to be on it constantly. But uh, because I'm trying to also do like the car club and the paranormal stuff, it I can't keep up with that um, that community garden. Plus, not only that, but... Due to the coronavirus, nobody wants to really get together. And even if we did, you know, there'd be a snitch among them that would run back and cry to somebody and say, oh, these guys over in Clagato, they're having a community garden and they're all standing together and planning things, you know. And here comes somebody saying, oh, you guys can't do that. If you do, you get fined, blah, 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 blah. So um, Navajo Pro Wrestling, you know, I believe that is something that, as far as entertainment goes, it would really help us out. But culturally, I think we were designed for, you know, to fight each other in not so much in a, in a deadly way, but it's a way for us to learn how to stay in shape and condition ourselves, uh, basically for conditioning. And like, you know, like myself, I did take... Um, some martial arts class when I was in the army. Some of it I I misplaced. Some of it I remember. There was also that hand to hand combat, and then um, that was kind of like a requirement when you're in the military. But you know, all that is great unless it happens in real life. If you are not ready, then you know, and you're you got your routine down every day. You you move your arms around. You're doing these back kicks and. You're, you're thinking that, you know, oh, I'm ready for any fight. But you actually fight someone who's not technical. They are just straight up brawler. You're going to get your butt kicked when you're trying to remember your certain stance and you're trying to wait for them to punch you that certain way. But what happens if they don't punch you? What happens if they just straight up tackle you and slam you down, man? All your technique is not really going to match for anything. And then... Even then, what if you do meet up with someone who's got a better technique and they just straight up whoop your buns and it might just be one quick kick to the head and you're out, your lights out, man. You're, you'll be waking up later with a big old knot in your head and your eyes all bloodshot and you're like, oh, what happened? Well, you try to routine against someone who is better than you, you know. So uh, my whole point is that that's where, you know, wrestling pro navajo pro wrestling would definitely come in handy because we would create you know characters we'd create um belts we'd create moves that are are doable but safe and maybe a little risky because you need that every now and then but it just for the for the most part just straight up entertainment just straight up you know badassness that no other tribe will be able to to touch us on or to catch up with us actually i shouldn't say touch but <laughs> um and you know once we get it down pat then these other tribes they might say hey you know we, we like your idea of your navajo pro wrestling um we want to do the same thing we want to create our own division is there a way where we can fight back and forth and we'll have our own wrestling ring and all this stuff and we'll be like yeah so Let's say the coronavirus, it just finally dies out. Everybody just finally says, ah, the hell with this crap. You know, we're all going to get sick sooner or later. So we've got to develop our immune systems and whatnot. But so we start creating um, little arenas around the reservation 
that would really, I, I think it would really be not only something neat for entertainment, but it would also ben- it'd be beneficial culturally and uh, physically that we all engage in this. And, you know, Navajo Pedro's over there and he's got like, uh, let's say he's got the, the Navajo title equivalent to a tag team championship. Let's say him and one of his high school buddies that, you know, they create a tag team and I'm over there saying, yeah, you know, just cheering him on and wearing his shirts and say, oh, I know that dude, man. That, 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 that's my homie. He lives right up the, the road from me, you know, and, you know, they're, um, you know, Pedro's a support fan for life. And then let's say I, I decide to do something like that. And I'm like, um, for world heavyweight championship. And, um, you know, I got my shirt and Navo Pedro's over there with his, with his family and his, and our other friends and they're supporting me. You know, it's, it, I think it would be like a great feeling to have something like that. And whether or not we wear masks or paint our faces, but it's all, it's all creativity and that's what we're known for. And, or me, if, maybe if me and Navajo Pedro become a tag team champions, we'd be called the creative natives and we'd have outlandish uh, costumes and entry music and, you know, whatever, you know, would be added to that Navajo pro wrestling. You know, it's just one of those things where yeah, it is, it is a funny thought, but it's one of those thoughts where if you kind of, if you're driving and you think about it or, if you happen to be chopping woods and you think about what I'm saying or you're listening to it while you're kind of like absent-minded, just just listening to what I'm saying and visualizing it. I mean, that's like what I'm trying to get to. That's my whole point. But um, for now, uh, that's where I'm going to have to, that's where I'm going to have to, um, you know, leave it at that and just say that, you know, give, give it some thought. Maybe you could be, as a listener, you could be the first one to put everything together and you could have it all come together in a nice little package. Maybe, um, maybe you might talk to someone who's interested or hell, maybe you might just come back to me and Navajo Pedro and, you know, kind of say, Hey, you know, that's a great idea. Let's, let's kind of work on it. Hey, that's fine by me. You know, I'm, I'm all for, innovation i'm all for creating new things I'm, I'm all for being a creative native and so that's where i will leave this subject and um i'll go ahead and <laughs> i'm gonna tag in navajo pedro and he'll take over from here ding ding school's in but um before that uh mateo what do you think um myron Lizer would be as a wrestler um, I think him and, uh, Jonathan Nez, if they were It doesn't to... matter what you think! But, um, honestly, um... <laughs> me tell you something, brother! So, me, personally, I think it's a badass and dope-ass idea, you know what I mean? I love wrestling, I grew up on it, too, you know what I mean? That's also one of my... You know, just one of my shit, just one of my card late. I have, like, favorite stuff, but that's one of my all-time... Greatest memories is that, you know, it's something that my dad liked too, you know, I mean, he used to go to uh, wrestling events back in the day, you know, and my mom used to tell me stories and my dad used to tell him, she knew a bunch of old wrestlers already, like Terry Funk, and she's naming off all these wrestlers, and she's like, yeah, your dad used to talk about those wrestlers, and he used to go to Albuquerque to go to those wrestling events, and all that shit, I was like, dang, I never went to, it was like, 
then I don't know, but it's just cool though hearing stories, and then that's why my dad always always watching boxing, watching Bob Marley, The Doors, and then like there's always wrestling. He always had tapes of like uh, SummerSlam and all that, you know, WWE or WWF. I'm my bad. Um, back then, um, like uh, seeing Mankind, seeing Undertaker, and all that, you know, he's just dope. You know what I mean? And uh, the wrestling you're watching nowadays, these raw, you know, and that that, that ain't. Sh- Damn. You didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Because it was dope, man. Just everything. Their, their lines, their catchphrases, their attitudes, their storylines. Like Mateo was saying, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's um fake, yeah, to a certain degree, you know what I mean? But the wrestling moves and the moves that they do are real. And the, the injuries, you know, especially hardcore matches, ladder matches, and how far they go, you know what I mean? And there's even more wicked stuff, you know, especially in Japan, you know, when they have bombs, they have explosions that you can fall into, thumbtacks and barbed wire stuff. And, you know, like Mick Foley, you know, he's one of the legends of it, of all that. And, you know, he's just a good, good-hearted man, good, kind person, you know, he has a big heart, but he's, he can take a lot, you know what I mean? And just him, he reminds you of a lot of people on the res already, you know, and the, not just the body build and the missing teeth, you know, and the wild hair, but it's the you only know, that spirit of just still being happy even through all the bullshit, all the stuff that life throws at him, you know, and you still smile through and they, they still have big hearts, they're still happy, you know, but a lot of them are just already labeled, mistrusted, judged, you know what I mean? And that's why I think that this wrestling would be, um, Badass idea if it came to fruitation, got seeded somewhere and started to sprout, you know what I mean? Um, even my, one of my favorite bands, you know I mean? They're all about wrestling too, you know I mean? ICP, Insane Clown Posse, they're in WCW, WWE, TNA, Impact, and all that, you know? And they're basically everywhere and they love it as much as I do and they're passionate about it, you know what I mean? And that's what I mean, like, I'm willing to help out any way I can to make this happen, you know Because I mean? it's... It's a good thing to have because um, it'll give people self-pride in their image. They'll know their self-worth, you know what I mean, that they're worth more than what people tell them and what they believe in their gossip and the bullshit, you know. And it'll give them, make them feel better and they'll feel better about themselves and it'll just be better, you know, especially if they're eating right and they're right, right nutrition the way you should be eating, you know. And, you know, even as, like, vegetarians, too, you know, and it's healthy, but, you know, see, you need protein, you know, but there's a lot of protein in uh, vegetables already, you know, like beans, um, shit, like, even, uh, like, broccoli, you know, and that's, broccoli itself has protein in it, you know, I mean, and just goes to show that if we had to survive on that, you know, we still could get all that, you know, I mean, and, but then, like, it would, like, really encourage, like, um, healthy eating and, you know, it's like the next big thing next to just move it, you know, it's the next big idea, you know, it's a good forward thinking again from you, man, it's pretty cool, and, you know, just something I always ponder, like, you know, and the closest I think I ever heard of that is, never having, um, the Navajo warrior, Navajo kid, or, that, that was a dude that was a wrestler, and he was Navajo, and, yeah, just like Tatanka, and, well, the natives are wrestling, man. Like shit. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, just basically, yeah. But like, uh, like I'm down to change that right now. You know, what I mean, like, like I have everything down already. You know, what I mean, how I'm gonna be, how I'm gonna act, my personality, my image, my face paint, my character, basically, and the moves set, my finishing moves, 
all that, man. I just, I have a history background. Like, I was a high school wrestler, too, you know what I mean? So, it's already, yep, something I love doing, you know what I mean? And, I don't know, I just love it, too. It's just, you can't really clear your head while you're wrestling, you know what I mean? Your mind's just elsewhere, you know what I mean? You do, you're in the moment, you're trying to, you know, work out those moves or not get injured or fall right or whatever, you know what I mean? And you're living life, you know what I mean? But you're living it, you know, in a good way. You're you're having, like, good adrenaline, you know what I mean? My teacher once told me, he's like, he's like, he's like why you do drugs, you know what I mean? Go for that high or whatever, you know, or whatever. Like, try to get high or something. He's like, why, why be crazy like that when you can easily ride a bike down a mountain, down a steep trail and... It's rocky and it's dangerous, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, you might die, but still, you're getting that same adrenaline that you're trying to look for in drugs and that escape. You know, what I mean, you can easily find that in nature and by keeping yourself busy and just, you know, doing something like that, like wrestling. Because um, when I used to wrestle, you know, what I mean, it just my mind just went blank and I was just there, you know, and just I don't know, I was concentrating. I was just it was good, you know, what I mean, and. It was just didn't turn out that good for me, you know. I mean, when I tried to use those moves when I was drunk and faded, you know, and I just ended up putting myself in a vulnerable position trying to shoot for the leg, and just end up getting, I don't know, just end up getting tackled down, just pounded or whatever. Just I don't know, it's just like knowing you're you're not in your right frame of mind when you're drinking, you know, because the first thing that goes when you do drink is your um, judgment, you know. I mean, that's the first thing they teach you at driving classes. Your judgment goes out the window as soon as you start drinking and. Get yourself impaired. Say like this man called me right now. I said, Pedro, you're hired. You know what I mean? Just tell me where to sign, buddy. You know what I mean? Just get on that jet and go and I'll be set. You know, just take some face paint with me. Probably my gear or whatever or whatever shorts I have lying around. Just take it, you know. Or some whitey tidies, I think you still have some, you know. Just paint them, you know. Some, but this isn't or I'll probably be more like Jeff Hardy or something, but it's going to be dope, though. No doubt about that and the moves and all that. And You know, it's going to be fun, exciting, you know, but imagine just having that, you know, in here, you know, having kids having their own idols, you know, like we did, you know what I mean? Our favorite wrestlers, like Taylor's, like Undertaker, you know what I mean? Mine was always Kane, you know what I mean? Dang, and my brother, you know, his was Undertaker's slash rock, you know what I mean? And, you know, my son, his was you know, John Cena, you know what I mean? And it just goes on, it's a generational thing, and it's pretty cool. Like, that's something we can easily do. And, like I said, it's just it'll spark just a bunch of positivity, you know what I mean? It's just uh, self-image, you know what I mean? And it'll make people, like, really warriors, you know what I mean? Like, and even, like, you know what I mean? They don't have to get in shape, get built, you know what I mean? Like, no one, not everyone has to be, like, like you said, Arnold Schwarzenegger and all that, you know what I mean? flexor pecs and all that like even like like um like mateo's build you know what i mean because dude's like how tall are you six five yeah. six seven yeah. but yeah he's tall and he's big you know him and he's got his weight and everything and that's something he can easily use you know what i mean i mean in wrestling that's what a lot of people use their weight you know what I mean? and they're not ashamed of it you know what i mean they can it can help someone change their mind and what they think of themselves that way, you know what I mean? That they they don't have to be ashamed of all that and you know what I mean? You have to be worried about it, yeah. I mean you don't want a heart attack or stroke or something from being too fat, you know, but but you you can just be proud of your image, you can always make it better, you know what I mean? 
and just using your weight to your advantage too, you know, that's something wrestling can easily teach him, you know what I mean? Instead of being bullied by a little shit talker that's like half their size, you know what I mean, just has more bros, you know what I mean, that's it's some little chihuahua shit, you know what I mean, that's when they could easily just smash that little dude and everyone's like, oh, alrighty, let's go, you know what I mean? How a lot of chicks look up to divas too and dad and have divas too, shit. Oh, sorry, whistle at night. Um, but, um, uh, I see, uh, yeah, but the divas, yeah, if we had female divas too and everything, they're dope and some emo, some whatever, you know what I mean? Pretty or whatever, you know, prissy, it doesn't matter, like, just these different personalities. I mean, you could really let that shine through, through your wrestling, really be you and be healthy and, you know, be a role model at the same time, you know, and that's what Srez really needs is stuff like that, you know, because, you know, it's something that, you know, if, I had 300 million, I would have tried to establish something like that, you know what I mean, just, and then, like, even, like, Mateo said, UFC, too, because everyone's pretty much crazy about UFC, too, out here, you know what I mean, like, maybe, like, say, like, a, a veteran or something, you know what I mean, that goes to war and learns these deadly combat moves and all that shit and kills people, you know what I mean, and comes back and, you know, just, just, you know what I mean, like a time bomb, basically, like, ticking time bomb that anything you say just ticks them off or especially when it's amplified by drinking you know what i mean i've had experience with that you know that's why i always like i always think of you know I mean? like certain branches of you know of our army or, or like marines or whatever you know we just people are i don't know what's wrong with them or i ptsd and such but or if they're just like that you know I mean? some because some just want violence too you know like it ain't never over, so. but you know, just um, you know, those there, those are only people like um I had like bad experience with is like that, you know, like, and they use their, they really use their, you know, their, their deadly sets for bad, and you know, just to basically try to kill you, and <laughs> I don't know, but I, I don't know, but I have, yeah, I know the power of. You know, that's one thing I learned is never underestimate anyone, you know, no matter how short or stubby they may be, you know, I mean, just, you never know their technique, like Mateo was saying, you might get knocked out with the roundhouse and, you know, and flying elbow or whatever, you know, I mean, just, and this thing is, a this wrestling, if it did happen, would be dope, you know, I mean, that would be a dope-ass way to, for, a native or oneself to be expressive and not hurt, but just be in good shape and um, be well choreographed. We're supposed to, as Navajo is a school, we're supposed to be rolled in snow fours, all that, you know what I mean? And somewhere along that, you know, either that stopped or we weren't rolled long enough, you know, something didn't happen, you know, because people my age, like 30, 40s, like I said, are still acting like kids, you know, and these. You know, they still want to be kids and bring have drama like little kids, and it's just stupid. You know, I mean, and that's this thing would be like it'd be cool. You know, I mean, to have like a your own wrestler from you know from Flagato Division and your own groups around their, you know, and their family and their friends and whatnot. And since the whole community knows them and whatnot, you know, and just have people cheering and unified rather than just hating and gossiping and just. You know, and the way it's turning now, you know, I mean, just, it's just crazy that, you know, in the, from the long walk, you know, a lot of people pass from, you know, and just being forced from 
starvation, thirsty, or old age, or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, just the ones that didn't make it, you know what I mean? And compared to, like, this day and age, we have everything basically, and yet we still, you know, we're still living, like, or captured, you know what I mean? We have, yet we have all these, all these appliances and everything that's supposed to make us happy, and yet we're not, you know what I mean? Shit, we're just, we, all we want is more and more, and he's got this, they got that, oh, is it? Yeah, and, yeah, just jealousy and gossip, you know what I mean? It's, you know, rather than that, you know, we just have those guys gossiping. Oh, I won world championship. Oh, is it? I told you. I won. It's the wood haulers against the, and then it's like a two swingers again. He's so, on WrestleMania. He's so, on. It's that sheep. Is that Nakai Hall Mania? He's so, on. So, but just like um, so I'm saying like have people be more positive and everything, and this would be. Not just be positive on the people who are participating in it, but the people who are supporting that person that's participating in it and it help unify people, you know what I mean? Because that's something that everyone can be involved in, you know, and using everyone's skill set, you know, carpenters or whatever for sets or designs or whatever, you know, people can sell jewelry or, you know, basically get paid to make the belt, you know, and, and if we had to make a championship belt, shit, all the silver, turquoise, damn, man. Make badass ones, you know. What I, mean? I know we would shit, but yeah, just you know, what I mean that can something that can Orlando bloom into something big, you know. What I mean? And I would like we can really be warriors again, you know. We can be role models. We can hold our heads up high again, you know. What I mean we can not be afraid of a pandemic, you know. We won't let stuff like this beat us in the future, you know. What I mean we'll be sovereign. We'll be solidified. We'll be grounded. Just something like this can easily get us started in that direction. Something we badly need right now, too. And, you know, I mean, it'll, I know that definitely it'll snowball into something bigger and better, you know what I mean? Because that's the way me and Mateo are always thinking is this, yeah, but then what about later, you know what I mean? And what about later, later, you know what I mean? Like, we kind of get ahead of ourselves, you know what I mean? I do that, too, you know what I mean? Because... I was supposed to be like starting with a clothing line, but then from there it's supposed to, you know, what I mean, from there once that takes effect, then it's gonna branch off into this and that, and I always, you know, I always wonder like why it hasn't happened earlier and everything, but or whatever, like fame or popularity, like like it's stuff that I was dreaming about, you know, what I mean, like but now like it makes sense, you know, what I mean that if I did get that at a young age, younger when I was thinking about it, and I was really full of myself, you know, what I mean that. I probably wouldn't have lasted, you know, I mean, I probably would have, probably would have, they probably would have stuffed me out and said, oh, you're drinking, car accident, or it's easy for, you know, something like that to be, it's happened to so many um, celebrities out there, by the Star Whackers, as Randy Quaid says it, but, um, yeah, but, um, and that's the bottom line, oh, yeah, so I apologize out there if, I blew out your speakers yelling or when I was imitating voices or whatever, you know, or whatever, you know, and if you're just annoyed by it, you know, too bad. I'll turn them up louder and piss you off. But, um, yeah, but thank you for listening and enduring um, my voice and our talk and our opinions and our views. And we still like to hear from you if you have your own, too. So and if you ain't down with that, then we got two words for you. Suck it! That's my conclusion. If you smell...
Well, Navajo Pedro is cooking.